Welcome to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast with your host, award-winning realtor, Matt Glenn, and top producing mortgage broker, Taylor Atkinson. Professionals in the industry, enthusiastic entrepreneurs, and successful investors. When it comes to real estate, we're all in. All right, so today we have our best guests we'll ever have, my wife, Taylor's wife, Emily, and Becca. So, where do we go from here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it's not just me. Okay, so um, really excited about our guest today, Matt. I'll do a a quick intro on my guest, and and maybe you can do the same to yours. So, um, some interesting facts about my guest. She is a two-time Olympian. She is a mom of two, and her second child has four legs. <laughs> she has... I was like, are we breaking news here? I know, I was like, what? Yes. Oh my God, Yeah. And she has traveled to over 60 countries. She over 60? How many did you, How many have you been to? I've got like seven. Don't ask seven. that question. <laughs> what? Wow. That is and impressive. She, doesn't have my last name, but we are married. So Emily, Emily Zurich. On Instagram, I do. Oh. So Strong, that's, independent that's woman. That's what counts. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On my personal one, not business. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> We're nice. Not at that stage. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I love it. To throw that in there. Yeah. I, uh, my wife is Rebecca Glant, goes by Becca. <laughs> we went to the same school together, elementary and high school. Been dating for 27 years now. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. No. We, uh, Although sometimes it feels like it. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. Tell us your secret. I know. Start. Yeah. And then we have a, you were a preschool teacher for a long time. Mm-hmm. 10 years. Yeah. And then we've all, since we met, we've basically been doing everything real estate together. Yeah. Rental properties, real estate, obviously your assistant to two different realtors. So yeah. And um, do we... Do we have some breaking news that you want to share? Is that like, I see that part of the, yeah. Are we releasing that? Yeah, we do. Yeah, let's do it. Drum roll. I'm pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Expecting our Soon to be a mom of three. Yeah. Yeah. We're a human baby. Not a human. How many legs in total is that? Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of legs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so really excited for having a Doing April. This episode will probably be out in when? February? So in a couple of months. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So it's so exciting, exciting times ahead for us. Awesome. Can't wait for you guys to join the club. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Right on. Well, um, we'll dive into the icebreaker. Welcome to the icebreaker. This segment of the show is brought to you by Taylor at Venture Mortgages. Come venture into the exciting world of mortgages. Okay. So diving into the icebreaker just to get to know you guys a little bit more. Um, hopefully we know you, but yeah, just for the guests. Um, what is your favorite season in Kelowna? Um, tough one. I would probably have to say summer just because, um, cause you hate the cold. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) just because what? I would say summer. I love snowboarding, but I also do hate the cold. So summer just is probably the most fun in Kelowna for me. Nice. And what about you, Becca? You know, it's funny. I love all the seasons and this may be a very unpopular opinion, but spring is my least favorite season. And something about the birds singing is really irritating. (laughs) I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. We have the same thing. Yeah. I do. It rains too much for me. Yeah. And it gets mucky, but onto my favorite is probably 
I, I love fall, but I also love summer too. Yeah. Summer's good. Okanagan lifestyle. Yeah. Fall. I mean, what girl doesn't love fall? It's hard to decide. They're all great. You know, I, I love yeah, winter too. Cause when we did our original recording, I think episode one or two, yeah. Matt was all over me for the birds as well. But you guys had a bird incident here recently, right? So I can't say you're like, yeah, oh yeah, bird lover. Yeah, the craziest thing happened. If anything, it was like a pretty bad omen. I feel like <laughs> it was yeah, like that's the worst possible horror, way to look at this. It was a horror show. Yesterday we had Becca was at home by herself, and all of a sudden three, four birds hit the window. Well, one hit the window. I was like, oh no. And I ran out and then two more. And then it was just like a flurry of birds hitting the window. Yeah. And then I got home slightly after that. And we noticed that all the birds were in the mountain ash tree in our front yard. They'd all swoop out of the tree at the same time. And like a bunch of them would hit the window. Then they'd all go back to the tree. And then a couple of seconds later, they'd all take off at the same time. And a bunch would hit the window. Yeah. So we were just piling up dead birds on our I know. If There was a massacre. Uh, quite a few of them. Eventually, we're just stunned and came back to life, but yeah. several oh, did not. That's yeah. Good. Did you have a ceremony for the ones that passed? Well, I tried to revive them, and then, you know, I, I don't want to say they're fun. We didn't have a sing song. <laughs> I think we should do that. I think we, we should. Do that should. Yeah, yeah. I think Becca, really let's nice. go get them out of the garbage. And we'll... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good segue into the next question because you were saying that they were basically getting drunk on the berries, right? Yeah, we did some research and realized that they were getting drunk on the mountain ash, the little orange berries, getting drunk on them and then just... Yeah, getting disoriented and flying into the window. Do you, do you still have some of the berries? Like, I might be interested in... Yeah, I don't yeah we can just that. take a little intermission. Yeah. <laughs> There's some in your tea right yeah. now. Yeah. This podcast so, will be way more fun. Yeah. So, so <laughs> next next question then, are you guys beer or wine drinkers? Probably wine. I'm a wine girl. I love a good cold beer on a patio in the summer, but wine. At risk of sounding like a lush, both, but <laughs> honestly, if I had to choose wine as well yeah, yeah. it depends right. like for us it depends so much on uh the season, season and the yeah. weather on that day that's true you yeah. know like nothing like a deep red on a like a gloomy day cold snowy day by the fire yeah decorating the christmas I tree imagine. i missed that this year <laughs> yeah you did oh yeah yeah, I can't imagine having a glass of red wine on a hot summer day on the patio or anything. But No, although we went to Turkey and they refrigerated all the red wine there. So we started doing that. Oh, that oh, would be awesome. Really good. Yeah. yeah. There's some wineries that make wines that are meant to be chilled. Chilled um, reds. Yeah. Beaumont makes one, a chilled red. Yeah. Like actually, Arrowleaf makes a wicked, like, bubbly red wine. That they I had put it. Have you had it? Yeah, it's delicious. delicious. Yeah. Well, when they say like room temperature, you know, when they first started to make wine, room temperature was like 16 degrees. So room temperature in the Okanagan is not really where it should be. Well, true. It's true. It's probably right? a little so warmer. Have like a chilled cellar. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't remember the wine from Airleaf because you were a little tipsy that day. <laughs> it was all <laughs> delicious. The seventh winery in the world. We what? were on a bike wine wine tour and Tate so fell fun. off his bike at Airleaf. I had clippings <laughs> and no. the, the dog. There were no clippings. I, I was not going to run over a dog. Okay, I sacrificed my own our body. Dog. We're like, oh, I sacrificed my own body to save it. We're like, was Griffy in the way? He's like, yeah, for sure. And then. Later, he was like, Griffey was nowhere near. <laughs> the chain oh, no. were, were there any witnesses? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the worst part. Several times at lights, he's the cyclist clip-ins. It's like, oh, can't get up. Yeah, we've had a few incidents ourselves, but more like on cruiser bikes after a few patios. Yeah. Oh, when uh, what was that festival in Kelowna? The oh, a center of gravity. Center of gravity. Oh. Becca has taken her cruiser bike. 
How many feet did you run over? Like, <laughs> One. One. <laughs> but the people don't forget, apparently. <laughs> I did say on there your left. more than one. You're going through the door. It's like, do, 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 do. No. He did turn around and go, ow. <laughs> and then on the way home, you fell in the most graceful possible way right into those nice bushes. Yeah. I was looking oh. at some... Just like slow-mo. Just riding. And just... That doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> Uh, but I bet it was a lot more graceful than Tay's. Tay's was more graceful. <laughs> yeah. And let's be honest, there were no clip-ins attached. Like, <laughs> no, they were smooth. No, this was, yeah. no, this was when we were clipped in. When we did the rail trail. Yes. Yeah. They still had clip-ins. Okay, I'll yeah. talk to Mel and Sal. Okay. Go for it. We'll check like, back. Are the Lake Country yeah, wineries yeah. to, like, bike around there. It's pretty hilly, no? Yeah. So, like, it was. <laughs> just give you that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, no one else fell, but sure. Every sip of wine's worth three, I guess, when you're like heart rates like that. Huh? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the altitude, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyways, great podcast. Nice there having you guys on the show. <laughs> 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 I don't regret it at all. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't coming out unscathed, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. So, if you had twelve hours left in Kelowna and you can never come back, what would you do? I think. Go for some sort of nice hike with the dogs. Always the dogs first. Can um, we have a nice hike with our dog? <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Sometimes it's a little stressful. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. He, he tries really hard. Pay <laughs> for effort, Lou. Go for breakfast at the Bohemian. Nice. Mosey on to some wineries. Back to our point about wineries. Mm-hmm. Do some tastings. Have a lunch maybe at like Cedar Creek. Do like some window shopping or some shopping. <laughs> Go to the beach. I mean, I know, right? Sure. <laughs> Quickly look at mad window shopping. <laughs> um, Go to the beach. You know, maybe even go to like Sonoka Beach with the dogs. I just remembered we used to love to do that. Yeah, that's an awesome. That's and an awesome then, beach to hang out at in the evening. Yeah, yeah, go to Rod's for dinner downtown. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. I feel like we have very similar days. Yeah. Yes. Excluding the shopping. I'm gonna add that in. Like, go to like Lake House and do some like shopping. Yeah. Go to Lake House and do a cooking class. That place is legit. For a cooking class? class. Yeah, they're new. They just renovated the upstairs. I went for a uh, tour there. Travis took me through. Oh, yeah. And uh, it is awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's a nice spot. Okay, so I would do very similar. I would do morning wake surf. And then we'd probably go to Sprout for a coffee and some breakfast. Nice. Love Sprout. Love Sprout. So good. Their bread is amazing. Mm-hmm. We would do a hike with our dogs too. Maybe Pincushion Mountain or something like that. Then wine tasting, of course. Maybe a happy hour at Hugo's, that Mexican place on Lakeshore. Yeah. No. Yes. Like right across from Gyro. Their margaritas are delicious. Hugo's. Yeah, it's kind of new. Wait, you said yes, you said no. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Hector. Yeah, I'm thinking of Hector. Yeah, that's okay, you're thinking yeah. of. So Hugo's is Hector's just down there. Too. Yeah. I've never been Hector's. But yeah, they've Would got to go really Hugo's good margaritas and tacos. <laughs> Me. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm not sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll you're check out Hugo's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hugo's is good. Good spot. good. And then maybe an evening paddleboard. And live music at Barnhill. Oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Can we come? Yes. <laughs> Paddleboarding is like so fun. 
Thank you. Yeah. He never wants to go with me. I'm not saying it's not fun. We just don't have time for it. There's so much <laughs> other stuff to do. It's like, let's buy a paddleboard. I'm like, so you can put it in the pool? He would buy a paddleboard. Yeah. The first time I ever used a paddleboard was at our Century 21 Oh, party. Right. And oh, I was just yeah. like, I'm taking, I'm going to That was the first time. I couldn't tell you just that you were so graceful. <laughs> I remember you tried to get in the water. He was a little stiff. <laughs> I thought you did it at me. Well, come on. Self-taught. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching you try and launch and it was a little wavy. So you we were having some issues. Yeah. 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 But once I you got out there, you were good. Oh. Yeah. I think I got a hang of it pretty good. And yeah. it was awesome. It is. You don't really realize the danger. Like you think, you, oh, I fall. I just fall into the water. But when you're out there, you're like, I could fall and just land on this board. You know, like. And that would, yeah, that could be a fatality. Yeah, like, that is. It just never crossed my mind until I was out there doing that. I'm like, mm-hmm. They're thinking about putting in like the, the X Games because it's such an experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember how excited you were because when you fell in, you realized that your glasses float and you came rushing back and were like, yeah. I just realized my glasses float. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Chris is burdened. Are they wood? Honestly, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Did you just come from Hugo's today? That was actually, that day was also the first time I had ever wake surfed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah you yeah. were a natural at that. Yeah, I got a pretty way in that It was just a little teeny tiny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The kitty jacket. Kept me, kept me safe, though. Hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. If you could purchase a property anywhere in the next year in the Okanagan, where would it be? And would it be an investment or recreation or both? Okay. So I think for investment, it would be a home with a suite in Kelowna, mm-hmm. really anywhere for a recreational, somewhere in the South Okanagan, like uh, we stayed at that watermark resort one yeah. time and there was a like, pool and it was so cool and you could go to wineries, something like that, recreational. That you can, nice. something that's like, that makes money too and when you're not Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Easy yeah. to rent out when you're not using it, but then we could use it in the summertime. That'd be yeah. fantastic. That's what I think. I think we need to change the name of this podcast, like Kelowna Winery Podcast. It's like every question <laughs> it circles. It is yeah. leading in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, rest. it's like sunny for five minutes and all we can think about is wine. Yeah, I think wine to Beck and I should start a wine podcast. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably have way more followers. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. It'll be quite popular. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for the show. All right, guys. <laughs> Just hear a lot of popping bottle sounds. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, babe? I feel like we're leaning more towards recreation now, just where we are in our life. We've yeah. kind of recently invested. Our latest was an Airbnb condo downtown. So. Yeah. We really have our eyes set on a place at Big White. That's the dream. Now that Leo's getting kind of old enough to learn to ski. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like that would be our next. <laughs> what? I mean, she wants to put him on skis now. Like, the guy can yeah. hardly stand up. Bubble wrap him. All they need is to stand. Right? He's going to be amazing. Boots. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Plus, well, he's so can... low to the ground. If he falls, it's just like... Yeah. Not you can, then you can literally say that he's been skiing since he could walk. Yeah. 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 I can't wait for the Leo skiing content. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Very no, cool. It would be a good, good property to have. We're, uh, we're going to record an episode up there next month for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That will be, uh, that's a good spot. It's perfect for income generating and also for recreation. Yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic place to be. Yeah. Sweet. Well, now that we've gotten to know you guys a little bit more, or our listeners gotten to know you, um, we kind of want to dive in and, and do a deep dive on just uh, a little bit more about you guys. So, okay, kind of switching gears a little bit, getting to know you guys a little bit more. 
So Emily, you're a you're quite a successful realtor right now. Like, how did you get into that, and what did you do before? Thanks, Matt. So yeah, as you guys mentioned before, my past career was playing professional soccer. I grew up on the island. Made the national team at age fourteen, the youth national team, and then kind of worked my way up to the senior team. Was lucky enough to go to two Olympics in 2008, Beijing, 2012, London, and two World Cups as well. And then in 2015, the World Cup was home in Canada, and we were supposed to go far. It was our, you know, we we're hosting the World Cup in our home country. There's a ton of pressure, but it was just an amazing atmosphere to be a part of. And we actually ended up losing the quarterfinals to England. Wow, which was, yeah, I remember that. Do you? Yes, really? yes. Yeah, obviously pretty devastating. But the silver lining is that it allowed me to go to a wedding where I met Taylor. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, because I wouldn't have been able to go to that wedding if we had actually beat England. So met Tay at the wedding in Tofino. He was a vagabond living overseas, working on helicopters, <laughs> long hair past his shoulders. Yeah. Oh, vagabond working on helicopters is pretty good. I'm envisioning it now. Yeah. No, it was cool. He was very intriguing. He... Had this contract. It's all past tense. He was very. <laughs> <laughs> I was very attracted to married him. life. Yeah. I was very attracted to. Like, come on. I mean, his personality well, was kind of meh, but he yeah. did have a man, a man bun, so yeah. that sold me. Nice. No, he was super interesting. He was working overseas, working on helicopters, and he had a six week on, six week off schedule. So he basically traveled the world when he was off for six weeks. Which unfortunately means that he's been to more countries than I have, which is really annoying. By like a hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I need to ditch him for a while and go traveling just to catch up. Hey, Vin Diesel, you, you win by a quarter inch or a quarter mile. You still win. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so what position yeah. did you play when you played soccer? I grew up playing forward and yeah. then I was converted to center back. Oh, yeah. My first under 19 camp. And under-19 was a big year for soccer because that used to be the first year there was a World Cup. Oh, yeah. And so I had never played defense before in my life, and I was invited to this camp. And so they called out names and positions, and when they called my name, they said, Emily Zer, center back, which is a defender. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, what? I've never played defense before. So um, they just told, they just, they didn't. Yeah. They're wrecking. Yeah. I was so nervous. Yeah. yeah, I was already nervous to be at camp and then to be told I was playing a totally different position. But yeah, it ended up working out. They taught me how to play it and I was the center back ever since. And I think that honestly, that position change allowed me to go as far as I did. Oh, really? I think I would have made it as forward. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. And then so when you lost, when did you retire from that? After the World Cup in 2015. I'd just been doing it since I was a kid and just was really ready to try something else and start a new chapter. So it was really tough. Like the thing I miss the most is just my teammates. We were literally like sisters. Yeah. We had been traveling the world and living overseas for years. So some of the best friends I have ever had and, and still have. So that was the toughest part of it. But I think once I made that decision, I was very convicted in it and very happy with it. And it also allowed me to travel the world without playing soccer, which is very different. I've been to many countries for soccer and, and you get to do sightseeing and those things, but you don't get to actually experience a culture and eat the food and yeah. kind of be on your own timeline. So after I retired from soccer, I traveled for probably like eight or nine months just um, with some friends. And then I got a job working in sales for a tech company, Unbounce in Vancouver. 
So um, Tay would yeah come to Vancouver and it's off. Yeah. His off periods, and then he got a job offer in China in Shanghai for it was a year contract, and I That's was. What I told her originally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was down for anything. China was not. I was actually not excited to move to China at all. I um, had been there a bunch to play soccer, and we just were never in the best part of China. The weather yeah. was always terrible. It just didn't feel like a place that I would want to live. But I was like, you know what? I'll do anything for a year. Let's do it, and fell in love with it. It was the most fun city I've ever lived in, actually. There was just, yeah, huge expat community, so many activities, um, always something happening, lots of sports, just a very welcoming community. Everyone had dogs. There's a lot more trees and parks and things that I expected. And we ended up staying for almost three years and Tay actually had to drag me out of there. <laughs> I wasn't ready to leave to come back. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty neat. And then did you grow up here in Kelowna, Taylor? Yeah. So yeah, I was, I, I grew up here and then we had the battle whether we were going to move to Vancouver, Vancouver Island or Kelowna. Yeah. And yeah. so I promised Emily, if we moved to Kelowna, then we'd buy a vineyard and live on that. Mm-hmm. So still waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> general. I don't remember tasting yeah, that really one. Roping her in. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you should be in sales maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Considered real estate. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we got back here and um, yeah, kind of, Dove into a, a project that we have. Like when we were overseas, Emily bought a couple couple places as well. So just kind of real estate uh, portfolio just kind of evolved slowly. And then yeah. uh, recently it's been more quickly. Would yeah. you guys be able to buy real estate now with these new rules when you did that? Would you consider Canadian residents? No, I wasn't. I was still a resident. Yeah. Tay was a non-res. Yeah, no doubt. But I will credit Tay for getting me into real estate because, yeah, when we met, he was already a real estate mogul. Yeah. Um, honestly, like he had done really well and yeah. a tiny mogul at that point, <laughs> but like just a little hill. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. 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 He had been working overseas for, since he was 19 ish. Yeah. And had a mentor that told him just put all your money into real estate. So he basically did that. And so I was so intrigued about it because I had always been interested in real estate, but just was never in one place for long enough that I could make it work. So he kind of coached me into buying my first condo on Vancouver Island for a hundred. It was one hundred five thousand dollars. Wow, so yeah, it was a one bedroom. I think it was listed for one hundred ten thousand. We offered hundred. They counted one hundred five, and I really had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny looking back? It's yeah. So funny. Thank God. I know. Thank God I actually bought it because it's yeah more than double in value. <laughs> Just put yourself in the agent's shoes. Like if you were that agent, would you be like? Oh. I know, probably. Yeah. Well, everybody was probably like that. Like our first house was like 280 and I remember it was like like 289 and we offered them 280 and we thought it was so low. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Just different times. You don't know until you know. Exactly. At the time it wasn't that abnormal, but looking back now it's funny. But yeah, so we pulled that off. Honestly, like I didn't realize how easy it was going to be until I did it. I did one deal and I was like, oh my gosh, like that's awesome. I'm paying off my mortgage, have an awesome renter, cash flowing every month. You just bought your first real estate as an investment. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That was my first. And then I bought another one, 175000 for this one. Big spender. <laughs> yeah. Big spender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take full price for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, same thing. Like, yeah, it just ended up working out really well. It's doubled in value now as yeah. well. And we ended up doing a quick reno on that last spring and selling it just to kind of invest money in other places. But yeah. 
Yeah, those are my first two. And definitely Tay was a huge factor in allowing me to pull that off because he kind of coached me through that. Yeah, so I've taken half of those profits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love getting the credit on air, but yeah. give it to my bank account. Yeah, sure, sure. So the place that you guys have now, is that the first place you bought as a principal residence? I had a principal residence prior to you. Right. But yeah, this was... Where was that? Uh, uh, in West Kelowna. Oh, but turned that into a rental place after four or five years. Yeah. No, nice. 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 And then we bought... Vernon building while we were in China. Mm-hmm. You guys have probably already talked about it. Yeah. But that's what we came back from Shanghai okay. to renovate. Yeah. So. That would be awesome to do all the rent, like unit by unit. It was, it was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We've lived through It honestly was really. It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. And it couldn't yeah. have happened at a better time because we came home during COVID. So there was really nothing else happening. Perfect. So when we spent all our time doing these renovations, we didn't have FOMO or anything because no one else was doing anything. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Time to just focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so just for the listener, it's a, how many units? Total. It's a 46 unit strata building, but 13 are residential. Yeah. So the first three floors are commercial and then the top floor, 13 residential units. And so we ended up living one of those units and renovating all of them over a span of seven months. The first unit we moved into was about 300 square feet. Slept on an air mattress for a month. Well, because it was quarantine too, right? So we landed from China, drove up here. Like my brother dropped off all the tools and stuff in, in one of the apartments and we couldn't see anyone, couldn't go anywhere. So yeah, we were just locked down in 300 square feet on an air mattress for two weeks. Yeah. Learning how to tie. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Talk yeah. about being in the thick of it. Yeah. yeah. Learning how to tile. Yeah. And we, yeah. we basically, yeah, we had to get the first unit done in six days because the tenant had first right of refusal. Like we gave them yeah. a renovation eviction notice which you can't really do anymore but yeah. so she was moving back in and so we had to get it done for her on the first and uh yeah so there's a lot of late nights and uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, was on. yeah, yeah. we survived yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty pretty fun yeah start we're like this is gonna be a make or break to our relationship <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can survive this. well you made it probably so survive anything. Uh, yeah 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 it was actually really fun Obviously a bit of a challenge sometimes living with on the same floor as your tenants because they would knock on the door late at night. Oh, yeah. Sink's broken uh, or something like that. Yeah. But we got to know them really well and had good relationships with them. But yeah, now you're you're fully into real estate as a profession, as a realtor, mm-hmm. um, slanging deals. So yeah. How did, did you decide right when you got back that you were going to be an agent? Basically, yeah. I was actually taking an interior design course. At the oh, time, yeah. So that was what I was focusing on while being overseas and then during this project it kind of all just made sense like because we're so involved in real estate we love real estate it is a passion of mine i love working with people yeah just being an athlete i am yeah. competitive as well so <laughs> there's just so many so many areas that it fit so i got licensed while we were doing that project i've never seen the competitive side of <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm always ahead of you in the race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I think you're going to need that competitive side coming up here. Yeah. yeah. Things are going to be pretty competitive. So what's uh, what's up with you? What happened? Tell us the story. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Why are you looking at me like that? Yeah. How did we get here? So yeah, a little about me. I you mentioned earlier I'm a former preschool teacher. I taught preschool for almost 10 years. Yeah. Montessori specific. Yeah. It was a huge passion of mine and still is. I think really what 
I felt like I was missing was a lot of like autonomy in my schedule and like Mm -hmm. flexibility. After 10 years, I felt like I was going to like the same job for working eight to five every day and was like, just you were doing real estate. And it just felt like there was so much more to life. And at the time, Matt was becoming increasingly really busy. You were looking to hire an assistant. And it was like, well... Do you want to be my assistant? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of thought, okay, well, maybe I could work as your assistant. So I I left teaching and dove in with you. Yeah. Were you guys more nervous to make that agreement or like the engagement? That agreement. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that. (laughs) I'd be lying if I was sitting here and telling you it was smooth sailing from the start. Yeah, uh, Yeah, let's dig into that. Yeah. Yeah. I need some points here. So it turns out I'm not a great teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, like, ironically enough, like, the thing that I wanted the most was felt like I was missing from my teaching job was flexibility and, like, you know, choice in my day. But then when I started working with Matt, it was like, okay, I have so much flexibility and choice in my day. Like, my, what do I do with all this? Yeah. Yeah. If you go from working a schedule where you have, like, literally every minute planned out to, like, all this freedom, and it was Mm -hmm. just like, whoa. It's an adjustment to work like that. It was an adjustment. He sounds like a great boss. Matt? Oh, yeah, we'll give you that. (laughs) Wink, wink. No, all jokes aside, you are. But initially, it was like, I'm very micro, and Matt's very, like, macro, I would say. So, like, when I'm trying to learn something, like, I want to know, step by step, what do I need to do? And Matt's like, oh, you just do it, and you'll learn. I'm like, like, what programs do I use? What document is this? So, I feel like once we put some systems in place... It was looking up from there. Like we used to do um, something called the power hour where we would meet nice. every like hour or sorry, one hour a day in a day in the morning. And we yeah. kind of like discuss like what our goals were for the day yeah. and like what we needed to, to get done. And I think that was really like helpful for our success. Is that a pocket thing? Uh, it might be. It might be. We came up with that power hour too. Yeah. I think we were doing it in Shanghai. Pretty sure ours was opposite to that. It was like an hour <laughs> where we don't talk and we both work on our own project to <laughs> get stuff done because otherwise there's too many distractions. You would get mad at me every time I spoke. Jeez. Like, I need to be It's hard to do that. Sense. Yeah, but uh, it, it never really worked out well for us. Yeah. I'm glad we should get, we should get back. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, do you guys have a do you have like a shutoff time as well? Because you know, obviously, if you're immersed in work. Well, real estate's hard to do that because yeah. you're like, I'm not going to work at after seven. And then at seven 30, you get an offer. You're like, yeah. well, I guess I'm working. Well, you kind of just have to do like what comes down the shoot to you. I feel like, but yeah. I mean, you can try and schedule it, which we do, but it's super flexible all the time. I think from there, things got a little bit easier. Like once we kind of put these systems in place and like got to know each other, like how we work and yeah, how I work and how we work. <laughs> But then I started working for another realtor. Shout out to Raj Kandola. You're listening. And that's been awesome too because she's she's so like incredibly busy too. It just like kind of threw me into like just a bunch of different things. Um, and that was probably really helpful. That's actually helped. Yeah, well. it's helped me a lot too. So yeah. And before that, we did we've done quite a few renovations. Yeah. Our, what was the first property you guys bought? Downtown Kelowna. We bought a small house. A hundred year old house, yeah. a thousand square feet. Like definite fixer-upper but like had really good bones so like i feel like the first thing we did in that house was uh we were gonna refurbish the floors yes 
Which I we did in the most way. janky way. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hardwood? You were going to sand them and restate yes. them and stuff? Yeah. 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 So we rented a sander from Home Depot and we really just didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> like watched a few YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. We rented the wrong sander. I yeah. think actually at one point it wasn't strong enough and I stood on yeah, it. Yeah, you were standing on it. Around. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the edges weren't. You know, it didn't reach the edges, so we had to like hand sand all of that. So our next re- renovation, we just put flooring right over top of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They looked good for a bit, and then they kind of looked like shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was our first kind of. Little but like fun the thing, thing is, when you do floors, everything has to come off the floor, like your couch, your bed, everything. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. we had to move it all to one room, and then do that, and then move it back to the other room, and then do that. And we were living in a tiny place. We had and your place is already a thousand square feet. Like, and now you only have like 400 square feet. Yeah. It's really hard to uh, do that. But we, every, all of our renovations have had to do that. Well, yeah. So I got to say something like I listened to another podcast you were on probably two, three years ago or something. Yeah. You said, never again am I going to live in the renovation or do it myself. I'm going to hire it out. But we all say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your recent house, you did the same thing. <laughs> well, the reason yeah. why we did that, we had every intention of hiring it out. And then you go try and talk to a contractor. It's like, yeah, we'll be there in 18 months. Yeah. It's like, no, it just won't work for us. Yeah. Well, not only that, we are kind of like, well, we can save some money. We'll be so bad. Yeah. And then there you are, like drywalling your hair and yeah. doing yeah. demo. And- so, yeah. yeah, same question then. What would you do? Did you do your own renovations again? Uh, I think it depends on the renovation. Yeah. If we do a bath, like now we have more than one bathroom. So like when we before, we only had one bathroom. So if we renovate it, what do we do? Yeah. Right? Like I got to go pee. Well, I guess you got to go outside. You know, like, so, but oh, now. Did you do that? Yeah. Where did you go? No, we actually stayed at the grand. When we got, we hired someone to do our bathroom yeah. and we went oh. and stayed at the hotel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just for a couple nights. We just, while there wasn't a toilet. And then after that, we we're like, we moved back in. I think we waited for the shower too. But then we renovated this house, and I think if we did another bathroom, I'd probably do it myself just because we have other bathrooms to use. Yeah. It always kind of sucks during, and if you just keep telling yourself it's going to be worth it, then it it is in the end. But it is. Doing renovations and construction is so satisfying. Yeah. Because, like, you work for eight hours and you look at what you've done, you can tell that you work for eight hours. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, sometimes doing real estate, like, you work for eight hours and you're like, at the end of the day, you're like, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? The deal falls through or something. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, sometimes days and days and days and then it just comes to nothing. Yeah. It is nice. You just throw on a nice podcast, like, clone real estate podcast. Yeah. Do some tiling. (laughs) Yeah. Tiling is extremely satisfying because it goes from, like, a kind of like a shitty looking wall to beautiful. Tiling, yeah. floors, and paint are the most satisfying. Yeah. They yeah. make the biggest difference. Probably the least amount of time. Yeah. Know, it's funny enough, too. I feel like what kind of got us into investing was wa- investing was watching uh, home renovation shows. Mm-hmm. We went through a phase where we were watching, like, a lot of home renovation shows, and we didn't know anything about using equity in your house to, like, buy anything. Mm-hmm. We're like, how do these people have, like, $100,000 just sitting around to, like, renovate? Yeah, the person is, like, a <laughs> like their yeah. jobs are always so funny, and they say... Our budget is like 200 grand for this renovation. I'm like, and we were just totally yeah. perplexed by this. Like we just didn't know. And then you started, we talked to our mortgage broker. Yeah. And then I feel like you started Andrew reading McRae. some, yeah, reading some books. Yeah. And then we realized like, Hey, we can like take money from like, and it's kind of like and... at the time it was like, you put in X amount of money, your house is, house is worth that much more money plus a little bit. 
Yeah. So it's like, hmm, we're actually not spending money to do this. I guess that doesn't work in every market, but for ours, it worked out quite well. Yeah. So we renovated and then as soon that, as we were done, we just refinanced again yeah. and bought a rental property. Yeah, exactly. And that's how we got Burr. into it and kind of figured it out. Yeah. The burn method. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's going to slow down right now? Just because there was a massive like refi boom over the last few years with rates being so cheap and appreciation. Everyone had so much equity. Yeah. But like, did everyone do that? Now it's kind of, they're out of cap. Like they've taken the money out. They've renovated it. Well, even if you didn't, like you refinance, like people have like a 3% rate, they refinance and now it's 6%, right? Like, so that's more expensive, but also like before you can almost count on your house being worth more. Yeah. Now it's probably going to be worth the same. Like I'm sure it will come yeah. again. Just yeah, I'd be curious. Oh, it like, will come like, again for sure. Like Home Depot sales over the last three years were probably record breaking. Oh yeah. yes. And I'm just curious in the next like five or six years if they're just going to be like. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. I think right? probably like during COVID, everyone was baking sourdough and doing home renovations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally, there was a banana bread fa- phase in there too. <laughs> sourdough is impossible. I'd way rather tile than sourdough. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sourdough would be really that. rewarding, though. It was, that I've done. I, <laughs> if, if, yeah, if it tasted good, my yeah. never grew. I've done. Um, yeah, take, well, you didn't measure anything. You no. just like put number one fail of baking. I know. Yeah, I'm not a baker. It would never. Kombucha is so much easier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're just letting something rot. Don't they have like kombucha pits where they like? I still oh, have PTSD from the birds and the fermented berries. Uh, I yeah, feel like we're this is this Yeah. <laughs> Nothing prevented for the next couple of months. So then you guys, after that house, then what did you buy next? We bought, so we bought a rental property in Rutland, which has been awesome. We've since it sold was a, Yeah, it was a half duplex yeah, and a suite. suite downstairs. Yeah. From there, we bought a house in uh, West yeah, a new, like it was a new build house and or is a new build house in West Kelowna. Um, had a really beautiful upstairs main floor and then two suites downstairs. It had one suite and then we added another suite. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then it, just the way the house was laid out, it worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a nice one where a builder, like this is going to be another something to look out for now in our market, mm-hmm. is that a builder just couldn't finish it or like couldn't finish it or just about like 99% yeah. of the way done. Couldn't get it finished. So he just had to get rid of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he just ran out of money and just couldn't. And so he actually posted an ad on like Castanet or something originally and you reached yeah. out to him. Yeah. What happened was he puts the re- way I found that house is he put an ad to rent it out. Mm-hmm, that's what it so was. I called him and said, I tried to talk to him about doing some sort of vendor finance deal or like something like that. And I went and saw the property and I, right away I knew the value. So we just figured out how to buy it conventionally. Oh, cool. Yeah. He was in no position to vendor take back or anything. So did, did he have a listing agent then? Before, but we didn't, we saw it like as a rental, okay. like listed. Like I didn't see it wasn't listed as a. But when you bought it, did we, like when we bought it, what? Like did you, you, you were on the purchase contract. No. I'm assuming oh, it wasn't on that. No. Like my name? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't an agent. Oh, yeah. Okay. Our lawyer drew up the contract. Oh. Yeah. We didn't use any agent. We didn't use it because it was. We just bought it kind of like. The reason why we didn't use an agent because we we weren't really planning on like, it was kind of just fell together. Yeah. Right. Like we were just talking to him and then I was just like, okay, well, and he was the kind of guy who would never want to use a realtor anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of worked out that way. Yeah. It was kind of cool. And then, yeah, those tenants, we still have, they've been like the most long-term the downstairs. Tenants. Yeah. The two, downstairs. the two downstairs and they're both awesome. Yeah, they just yeah, had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. When I interviewed Matt last show, he said, you guys invited your tenants over for dinner before. We've been friendly with our tenant. So our one tenant, he just got me a nice Christmas present. Hi. He's a 
Yeah. And he made he made like a big wooden cart, uh, charcuterie board. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, that's so sweet. I know. Yeah, we have good tenants. Like some, some not so good, but for the most all part, the ones, really good. Like I was saying last time, all the ones that we've had that haven't been good have been because we didn't choose them. Yeah, there's been some sort of situation where it's like a boyfriend moves out, and then like you know that tenant needs to like have a friend move in, and yeah. then that you know that gets kind of shady. But like yeah. any of the ones that we've like you know selected ourselves have like really worked out. We have some stories. Yeah. For the most part, we've had really good tenants, but yeah, there's definitely some stories. You can't go completely unscathed, you know? Yeah, Yeah, as a numbers game, like we've seen hundreds of tenants, really, when you think about over the last few years and the amount of properties. And yeah, maybe three, four percent have like created those bad stories. So So that's not bad. It's not, yeah. Also, your like stories kind of stick around where you're like, oh my God. Yes, like I feel like totally. I feel like some of the things that we've had more like issues. Like there's so many washing machines that have broken, and like so many things. And like you and I are just so unprepared. Like we used to move everything. We could have just bought a dolly, but instead we use a skateboard and like ropes and like the manpower is me, you know. So like I feel like we we have a skateboard so much. Yeah, I know for multiple. I have a dolly now though. Yeah, we have a dolly, so we're like we're on the up and up here. Nice, work smarter, not harder. Totally. Although I do like the skateboard idea. It it does work for some things, but uh, it's no, we don't have a longboard. Oh, no, just your regular, just, just a regular. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. Can you can you skateboard? I used to be able to. Really? Yeah. You used to Can we see yeah. some videos of that? Put that in the like, bio. Throw that on the yeah. uh, social media. <laughs> yeah, I might. Uh, yeah, I probably could still do something. Okay, I I got a proposal then. Let's say when we hit our tenth download. We want to, we want to see in 2026. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see. I'm really gonna ramp it up, listener. Get your breath. I'm gonna see Matt on the skateboard. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, okay. I'll do it. I'll do it for the gram. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay, mom, download yeah. it. I, I don't know how we're gonna track our 10th download yet, but like, if we get 10 <laughs> likes or shares or however, we get 10 of anything. We're seeing Matt Glenn on a skateboard. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait too. Although my skateboard is looking a little worse for wear because it's moved a lot of washing machines. <laughs> it's yeah. We'll yeah. buy you a brand new one. Yeah. We want to protect your back. <laughs> Not getting any younger. Okay, yeah. Yeah. well, it was, it was great getting to know you guys a little bit more. We're going to uh, finish up the show with what we like to call the... Time for everyone's favorite part of the show, the Ice Maker section. Brought to you by myself, Matt Glenn. Okay, Becca, you're first. Okay. Best habit or routine you attribute to your success... And something you feel like uh, the listener could benefit from. I feel like for myself, like a good morning routine is really helpful. Without that, I just don't feel like me and my day. Just what is your good morning routine? I, I like to wake up at yeah. 6 a.m. and meditate. I used to meditate really regularly for like a year and then I kind of fell off and I'm kind of getting back into it. And I really enjoy that. Can I ask how long you meditate for? Okay, so since I'm getting back into it, like five minutes. Yeah. No, you're just, up to seven minutes. Yeah, but like just started like a couple weeks ago. Do you use an app or anything, or is it just straight? No, yeah. I, I have used apps, but I just like if it's quiet and yeah. you know everyone else is still asleep, then I use the app. I use the Sam Harris app. Waking up. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. tried that. Not for Wait, me. Wait, Matt's still sleeping at six a.m. Yeah. Lately, you told me you get up early. The dog's still in the crate. You get some he quiet used to, time. and now he's the dog still is in the crate. He sleeps in. <laughs> Yeah, he sleeps in, Lou. I open his crate. He's in there for an hour. I know. I've been trying yeah, to so get it back. Matches up because I was giving him a hard time, like saying he's no, his dog in a cage. It's kind of. 
Well, we are. We both are, really. <laughs> Poor Lou. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he loves it. his crate, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he likes it. I mean, yeah. we think he does. He beelines it at night. He knows when it's bedtime and he yeah. can get out. So. <laughs> yeah, but no, Matt does get up early, but lately you haven't really been... I gotta get hey, back. You gotta get the... back on your morning. Well, something? I've been giving you a, a minute to uh, meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, seven minutes, I should say. Seven. Yeah. So anyway, starting with five minutes, just to get back into it, and then just nice. kind of building. But when I was doing it consistently, I'd be like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that takes time to like your brain. It's like a muscle, really. You yeah. need to like yeah. train it. By the summer, you'll be at like seven days. Let's hope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the summer, you guys <laughs> have a baby. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> say oh, no, when yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Meditation. My meditation has fallen off the bed. So yeah, for me, that's I love my morning routine, and then also just being like being consistent in whatever you want to do and be successful. Just do it consistently. I think that's. Um, what about you, Emily? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mornings really set the tone for me. Tay's going to make a lot of fun of me because (laughs) lately... No, they do set the tone. So, um, I love to work out in the morning, but he will make fun of me because recently it hasn't been great. I have not been working out in the morning. But when I do... Extra cup of coffee? Yeah. Where do you work out? Like, what do you... Do you go to the gym? Yeah, so I would ideally love to go to the gym now... Since having Leo, things have just changed yes. a lot. When we were in Shanghai, I was actually working there as a yoga and Pilates instructor. Oh, wow. oh I need to that. And I taught at 45 too, so I would teach really early in the morning. Like, sometimes I would get up at 4.30 and teach a 5, 5.30 a.m. class. Wow. Very cool. Um, which was really tough. Like, I'm not going to lie, that was hard to get up that early. Oh, yeah. But it was honestly just made the day so much better for yeah. me. I felt so much more productive in everything that I did. Since having a baby, it's definitely slowed down. Um, I'll, I'll take some of the blame with that too. Like we don't have our home gym set up yet, so yeah, that's that's on me. Just come out to McKinley. Yeah, we yeah, have a decent yeah. time. Yeah, just hop on over. Yeah. yeah, if you're here at five, they're still yeah. sleeping, so it's not an issue. <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave the sliding door open for you can use our gym. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a Peloton. I like. Do you have a Peloton? We do. Yeah. Do you love it? I do, and I don't even like spin. Honestly, really? it's always been my least favorite. My shirts are always so wrinkly, though. It just but what? Oh, <laughs> it's become the clothes dryer. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Duty. Come on, that's Jesse's joke. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, though, it is nice to have even just like a twenty-minute ride if you feel like you do something. So I do like the Peloton. Uh, how does the Peloton work? Like you go in classes, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you can just go on anytime, or you have to wait for a new class. Yeah, to start. you can go on anytime. Yeah. Are they kind of are they live, live, or are they just like? There are some that are live. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you would know. You've been on it. A couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where my shirt was. Distracted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Besides the Peloton, into the next question, what's the best thing you guys have spent money on? Because that's probably the worst thing we've spent money on. You're giving me a hard time because I fell over on a real bike. <laughs> At least I used it. When's the last time you've gone to the gym, babe? Uh, it was in Shanghai, so yeah, it's years ago. <laughs> Thank you. So, you guys day. both do an amazing amount of sports, though. Like, what sports do you play? Yeah, that's a workout in itself, right there. It's not playing them, it's winning them. Oh, okay. uh, I love the competitive yeah, so, nature. Soccer, softball, hardball, volleyball. We love sports, yeah, sure. I do love playing sports. It's really good social aspect too. And like after playing professionally for so many years, it, like at such a high intense, high pressure level, it's always been nice just to like have a beer after yeah. and just play yeah. for fun. So yeah, we do enjoy that. But back to the routine. 
Oh, no, still on your team? no, next oh. question is uh, best thing you've ever spent money on. I would say travel by far. Where's your favorite place to go? <laughs> Probably. I would say one of our favorite countries was Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like surprisingly, I've heard that a few best. times. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We were actually planning on going to Greece. Tay and I went to Turkey together and we were yeah. planning on going to Greece. But at the time I had been backpacking for four months, like I didn't have a ton of money to spend in Greece. Yeah. We're like, if you do Greece, you kind of want to do it do it right so we're like let's do turkey it's kind of similar and and everything's cheaper and it ended up being incredible oh. every day was we were there for three weeks and yeah. there was just so much to do so much history the food was good the people were super nice did you see the hot air balloon thing that was cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cappadocia. what is that what's that called Cappadocia. one of the most magical places we've ever been to so why do they have balls? It's just part of their like um Is it like a festival or is it like tourist? a tourist? Yeah. Just every morning at like five or six okay. in the morning, they just have so, a bunch of tourists. All right, there's a morning routine I can get into. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow, like, seriously. It is, it is insane. Yeah. There it are is. like, I don't know, a hundred hot air balloons floating around. And so yeah. this town, Cappadocia, like if there was a whole civilization built into these caves. Like no. the whole the landscape are just these crazy rock formations that people like built their houses in. So you stay in a hotel that was built in a cave, essentially, and they all wow. have these rooftop patios so you can get up really early and see the hot air balloons like fly okay. over and around. And they get so low that they're within like 20 feet of you almost. Because you see these beautiful photos of people on rooftops, yeah. Yeah. you know, taking photos in front of these hot air balloons. And that's why yeah. you're staying at these hotels. Yeah. Very neat. Yeah. That and probably India was really cool. We spent a month there. I've always Nepal. wanted to go to India. India was amazing. We spent a month there. We spent a month there, yeah. Because we did travel around Rajasthan, flew to Delhi, did Rajasthan, and then we did a 10-day trek in the Himalayas. So it was like total opposites. Like Delhi and India in general is just crazy, like sensory overload, so much going on. And then we went to the mountains, which was like beautiful. Yeah. Relaxation. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. What about you, Becca? What's the best thing you've ever spent? I feel like that's such a like a lovely, inspiring answer, and then I'm there like, okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) KitchenAid mixer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like when I was thinking about these questions, I was sitting in my kitchen and I spent a a lot of money on our 36 inch dual fuel range, but I I love it. That was truly the the best money recently. The the stove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Recently spent money. That's what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. When Tay told me that, we were thinking it had something to do with your car. I was thinking like you got. Have you seen her car? Dually truck or something? (laughs) No, I. I... (laughs) Six inch. Yeah, have you seen my drive like a 2012 Mazda 3? (laughs) That's like on our way out. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. tell me about this stove because we could probably use it. You know, Matt Matt and I like really when we were renovating wanted to make the our oven like the centerpiece of the kitchen, you know, from a design. We kind of built our kitchen around it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we like kind of went down a rabbit hole of looking at these like expensive stoves and learned a lot. We know a lot about a lot about these ranges now. Like now that that ever is gonna like come up in life but so we ended up spending a pretty penny on this beautiful stove and it's a gas top stove with a electric oven and we just we love it because we love to cook yeah nice <laughs> which the yeah. gas now is apparently killing everyone so yeah there was a big news story saying that like the gas is creating like issues for <laughs> asthma and children and like they're talking about like pulling them out of uh people's homes you know, and they're like what that's really interesting the listing i just had they removed their gas stove and put it in an electric one. Really? Really? Yeah. Because of what, just yeah, on gas stoves or like gas furnaces? Gas, gas stoves. Gas stoves. I guess like the what is it like the, the butane 
Yeah. And we were joking when we, the news was on telling us about this and like our gas stove was, we were literally cooking something and our gas fireplace was on on the other side. Like, oh, we're really yeah. hosed for the gas, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, in the future we are having a home inspector on soon. So we'll, uh, we'll have to ask yeah. that question. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit concerning. Yeah, totally. I'm curious to see what he, uh, what he thinks. Yeah. yeah. No, I love my gas stove. Yeah. So do we, we're not giving it up. Yeah. That's why I never used the stove. I knew it would kill me. So oh. yeah. Same yeah. Way. yeah. Yeah. yeah, the dishwasher is around uh, gas too. So uh, yeah. uh, now I'm okay. coughing because of our gas stove. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. That's why we have like throat ticks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what is the uh, the best book you've ever read? And in conjunction with that, best quote you have? I read a lot of like fiction books, but I was sort of thinking more nonfiction for this answer. And um, I read this memoir called A House in the Sky. Mm-hmm. It's a Canadian journalist. She was kidnapped in Somalia. I've read that. You read that? Yes. Did you, you read that? that? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and that was sort of like one that just came to mind. I really loved that book. It was like really just, I don't know, such a strong, powerful story mm-hmm. and kind of her upbringing. And then I also read something kind of like out of the box for me, but Joe Dispenza, it was The Habit of Breaking Yourself, and it was just sort of a book about manifestation and the power of thought. Um, oh, and then my favorite quote, this is not very inspiring, but <laughs> something I always say is, dessert doesn't go to the stomach, it goes to the heart. <laughs> I like that. that is, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, she says it every day. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every night around There's six. There's always room. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. 100% agree with that. <laughs> and red wine is good for the heart, I won't be told otherwise. Yeah, I should add that in. <laughs> with dark traffic. They go together. <laughs> yeah, for me, I love to read. Ever since I was a kid, I love to read. Mm-hmm. Tay hates it when I read at night with the light on. I'm like, oh, turn the light off. Just stay downstairs if you want the light on. She could be reading out loud. It could get worse. It's part of her evening I, routine. I know, okay? but I got to get up early. Yeah. I actually have a morning routine. <laughs> I kind of go in phases now. If, I've, if I'm super busy, I, it kind of falls by the wayside. But I do love fiction. Um, recently, I've been reading more fiction. I would say, though, for the most impactful book I've read, especially in terms of real estate was rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, I think that's a, a very common answer. Yeah. yeah. That was the first kind of book venturing into real estate that I read. And it, I just found it so digestible. Like it was so relatable. It was very easy to understand. And it just made sense right away. It's so funny that book, because it doesn't actually mention real estate. Does, I don't even think it says real estate in the book, but it's all about real estate. I can't. Yeah, I, I think he gives some examples of it, but yeah, it's yeah. not like a. It, I don't think the whole basis. It's definitely not a real estate book. Yeah, it's more yeah. of a mindset on on money for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Funny, we were just on a different podcast, and the host said his twelve year old son was reading it. Like that's how easy of a read. Yeah, it is. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to get Leo on that. Yeah. After his ski lesson. Yeah. Your 12-year-old reading yeah. our 3-year-old. He's a very advanced child. Yeah. 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 Making um, moves. And then and your quotes. Quote, I, yeah, it's, it was a tough one, but I think the quote by Confucius that just says, wherever you go, go with all your heart. Oh, I love that. I love that. And that's where the dessert is also, is your heart. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's simple yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay, well, what? Uh, thanks for coming on the show, guys. That was great. Last question is what? What kind of platforms are you on? Um, how can our listener help connect you or contribute to your your life at all? You can find me Emily's Air Real Estate uh, on Instagram, Emily's Air Real Estate on Facebook, and email Emily at Century Twenty One Yeah, send me a message anytime. I'd love to talk.
My platforms are all personal accounts. He'd probably find kind of boring, but please give my husband a follow. Matt, yes. pimp yourself out. Perfect. Just like we rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what is your Instagram handle? You gotta tell the what is uh, Matt uh, Mackland Real Estate? Yeah, is that yeah. it? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and uh, Matt Glenn at Century Twenty One. Dot C. My email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Just in case the the handle's wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right on. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show, ladies. Thanks it was so us. nice mm-hmm. getting to know you a little bit more. I feel like we need to open a bottle of wine now. Yeah, I know. Before <laughs> hit the Ash Mountain outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a seance to do. Oh yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. 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 Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast. Be sure to reach out and let us know how else we can add value to your Kelowna real estate journey. Please show some support by hitting the like, share, and subscribe button. This is sponsored by Matt Glenn Real Estate and Taylor Adventure Mortgages.